Thank you for downloading this podcast hosted by the Cambridge MBA. Today we have Kirsten Dorset, a current MBA student, who describes herself as, up to this point, a wantrepreneur who wants to be an entrepreneur. So Kirsten, thanks for joining us today. What is a wantrepreneur? So uh, a wantrepreneur is a, is a term that was coined a couple years ago for people that talk about wanting to do a startup a lot, but never actually take the step to do it. And so it's typically characterized by writing down a whole bunch of ideas in notebooks and perhaps even taking the step and doing some mock-ups or wireframes and buying lots of domain names on GoDaddy. But you never actually take the step to create a fully-fledged product that you can actually sell to, to customers. So you, you say you're a entrepreneur. So tell us a bit about you know, the, the kinds of notebooks and wireframes and domain names, so the kinds of ideas you've had before uh, today. Sure. So I, I worked at, at a company called HomeAway.com, which was a, a startup of its own about 10 years ago. And I, I had the opportunity there to do a lot of different things. And as I would move from kind of sales operations to marketing to product, I would always see opportunities for how there could be tools in the marketplace that would be better. Um, so, for example, I, I worked with one of my colleagues for a, a little bit on uh, an idea for actually a wireframing tool um, mm-hmm. that um, was – we got pretty far on it, but then there was suddenly a bunch of wireframing tools that entered the market about the same time. And there was a tool called Basalmic, which we started using and loved. And so it kind of killed that idea because we were like, well, why do we need to create a product when one was just created that we really like to use? And a wireframe, can you just say very briefly what that is? Sure. So a wireframe is basically a loose sketch of what you want the screens of your application to look like. Mm-hmm. And so a lot, a lot of people start their wireframing actually in a notebook, um, but a lot of people have actually started moving it online as well. And so there are, there are some pretty cool wa- online wireframing tools that let you pretty quickly sketch out what you want your user interactions to be for your website. And, and then you can easily turn those into actual mock-ups, which is just a, a more high-fidelity version of what you want your pages to look like. And why do you think this time will be different? So this time will be different because I, so I partly started um, the MBA program and left, left home away because I wanted that clean break. Because what had happened before is I would start working on an idea on the side, and then very exciting stuff would happen at HomeAway, and I would get sucked back in. And I would be spending 70 hours a week working on HomeAway, and I didn't have any time for my own venture. So I knew specifically I had to stop working to even have a chance. And I've always wanted to do an MBA. And so I thought an MBA would be a great opportunity to learn a lot of stuff, meet a lot of great people, as well as have a, a reason um, because I, I don't have a job uh, c- come next September. I mean, so I have a reason to actually work on my own venture this year and get something going by September. One of the things that you've uh, done to get, your, get started on the entrepreneurship journey is uh, participate in Startup Weekend. Can you tell us a bit about what is Startup Weekend? What did you have to do? Sure. So Startup Weekend is a, a global event put on by, the, I believe, the Kauffman Foundation, where it's weekends, uh, it's events all over the world where people come together, both students as well as professionals, um, come together for 54 hours and form teams around ideas that are kind of come up with on the spot. And you build an actual startup, and in, in a lot of cases, an actual prototype of an app. And then you have to pitch your app and your business to investors or a team of judges Mm -hmm. as if they were investors. Um, And then every weekend event has a winner. And then after that event, there is actually a global startup battle, which is an online video contest where everyone who participated in the event around the world actually puts a video 
and then those get voted up, and then some of the best winners of that contest actually can win pretty cool prizes. So what was your idea? What was the elevator pitch? So my idea was called Brightside, and it is a marketplace for professionally designed and researched PowerPoint slides. So I was working on a, um, a presentation last week for a lean startup workshop. So I'm part here at Cambridge of the Entrepreneurship SIG, and, and I'm responsible for workshops specifically. And so we had talked about doing a, a lean startup workshop because that's kind of the, the flavor of the month right now as far as approaches for starting a business. And so I started to put together my slides, and I, I was doing a bunch of research online, and I was thinking, how many workshops like this have been created and there's content that has to exist somewhere. So I went to SlideShare, and sure enough, there was lots of presentations. But SlideShare is not really designed as a way for people to download and use that content. It's really more meant as a way to just share and view the content. So I had the idea of, well, what if there was a marketplace where it was slides that people had created that they were actually fine for you to use for your, for your own personal and even commercial presentations? And so I thought, well, this is something I would be interested in. Would anyone else be? And so I pitched it at Startup Weekend. I got a couple other people interested to help join my team. And then we spent most of Saturday actually validating our idea. And so we were reaching out to LinkedIn contacts. I talked to a lot of salespeople I'd worked with before, corporate trainers I worked with before. And they were all like, yes, I want this to exist right now. How fast can you build it? And so it really helped I mean, give validation. And then we, we pitched our idea to the judges on, on Sunday, and it was really re well-received by them as well. So, uh, I mean, it's, it was an idea I had kind of just on a whim last week mm. that's turned into something that might actually have a business there. Mm. So what's next for Brightslide? So what's next for Brightslide is, of course, the, the competition where we're trying to solicit votes right now because it always helps to, I mean, win a com competition to get a little extra visibility as well as mentoring. Um, but right now we're really kind of just starting from scratch again. Well, not from scratch, but we're, we're kind of going back to the ground floor and just re reaffirming all of our assumptions mm -hmm. and doing actually more in-depth market research. Mm -hmm. We did very off-the-cuff market research over the weekend, just talking to our friends, but we want to widen our network and make sure that um, we can really get suppliers because that was the one bit of feedback we got from most of the judges is that, sure, you're going to have buyers lining up because who wouldn't want to be able to buy already mm -hmm. created slides? But who are you going to get to actually produce those slides that would be willing to give up the copyright on them? Mm. So, so that, that's really the piece that we have to crack, and that's what we're looking into now. How has the Cambridge MBA experience so far been in terms of helping you on your journey to become an entrepreneur? Sure. So for, first of all, just being around a group of people who are entrepreneurially minded just really helps kind of keep, keep, keep you catalyzed for, for wanting to do something exciting. Um, and there's a, a big group of us within the MBA program that specifically say we want to start a company after, after we graduate. And there's uh, quite a few more that have said we would be interested in starting something if the right idea comes along. And I would say that that's probably 20 or 30 percent of our class. And so there's just a lot of energy within the class itself. And then within the Cambridge community as a whole, there's a couple of organizations, QTech and Q, both have events every single week bringing together people that want to do something entrepreneurial mm -hmm. and teaching you how to do it, giving you the skills how to do it. And then the, the MBA curriculum itself is really useful. I mean, we're, we're just about done with the, the fall term. And, I mean, we've learned, I mean, a number of the core courses, and I find myself applying them every single day. 
I mean, for example, we have a class called Management Science where, where you're, it starts out as statistics and moves into modeling and risk management. I am using that every single day. I've started actually, I, I just created a model for BrightSlide, and I've been using the at-risk at tool that we've been taught to use um, to create the shape of the, of the risk uh, for BrightSlide. So I'm, it's, it's nice to be able to learn things in the classroom and immediately apply them. Kristen, one last question. What's, what would your advice be to other people, other entrepreneurs? Uh, I would say it's getting out there and meeting other people and kind of building an energy where you feed off of each other. I think it's very, it's very dangerous to go off into a corner and build something without talking to other entrepreneurs and talking to actual customers. And, but I would say talking to other entrepreneurs is critical because it helps make you accountable because if you say you're going to do something, you should do it. Um, for example, I, I met a guy a couple weeks ago who said that he was going to ship, which ship basically means launch, the first version of his product in a couple weeks. And he said that he knew he was going to see me at the startup weekend. And so he actually shipped because he knew I was going to hold him accountable. So I, I think that's really important, just having a, a network of like-minded people that will hold you accountable until eventually, hopefully, your customers are holding you accountable. All right. Thanks very much, Kirsten, and good luck with BrightSlide. Uh, we have the link for, you, for people who want to learn more about BrightSlide and hopefully vote for you in the Global Startup Weekend competition. Great. Thank you.